He's like, you can't be there. We've just, we, we just called through to that room number and the person cleaning the room picked up. And I said, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm in the room you put me in last night. I, I have no more information than that. And he said, get out. We've got to go. We've got to go. So I hurried and packed all my stuff out and like, ran down to the reception. And they were like, where have you been? Blah, blah, blah. We thought we'd, you'd like, could run away. You got lost. I, like, I was just in the hotel bedroom. You didn't tell me anything that was happening this morning. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Very, very special episode of the Bros and Brews podcast. You're joining us for season two, episode eight, eight. I believe. Yep. Um, we have just come off a, a one-week hiatus, almost two. Uh, there was some moving in to be done. I've just moved into a, a new house with, with my partner, and, and that took up some serious stress and time. So we took a week off, uh, but we're back. And if the audio quality sounds slightly different, <laughs> there's a reason. I don't know if you can hear some sort of crashing waves or rustling trees but things are slightly different Matt do you want to let the audience know why things might be slightly different this week yeah yeah uh, so basically uh, myself and James are up in Opanoni uh, at the the heads of uh, Hokianga and we are here for a very special occasion and that is our friend and fellow uh, helper of this podcast uh, SJ and Dan's uh, wedding we we are here we are here outside uh, under some, what are, what are these? Palms? They're not palms. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. They look, they look very Survivor-esque. Yes. Like, this is definitely the sort of fronds that you'd be yep. interweaving. With very the, true. Uh, with the shelter to, to make yourself useful and show that you shouldn't be voted off in the first week. Um, but yeah. The other nice thing about this week is it's a Saturday and it's 2, 2.20pm and that means it's entirely appropriate <gasps> to do this. A brew, believe oh. it or not, on the Bros and Brews podcast. Hey, cheers. Cheers to you. Oh my gosh. We're uh, drinking <sighs> the Max Interstate uh, American Pale Ale, which is your go-to Max. It, it is a Max go-to for mine. Yeah, yeah. I like the old uh, Sassy, Sassy Red. Sassy Red. Sassy Red. Love me that. But uh, Interstate, very good American Pale Ale. Yep. Yeah, all too, all too many of our episodes have started at 9.30 in the morning, but 2.30... It's, it's appropriate. Entirely appropriate. It's appropriate. <laughs> um, the thing about this wedding is that Matt and I both both know both the bride and the groom, which I suppose is is not hugely usual. I mean, I guess you mm. you would normally know one person better, and we both knew SJ before Dan. But yep. it definitely feels like a a both sides of the the wedding party. Yeah, true. Type thing. Well, yeah, it depends on where yeah, where in their life you were a, a part of it, you know, whether you're school. So, true. you know, and then people go off to uni and stuff or if you were just at uni before they even got together on either side. But yes, we we were fortunate enough to we've known them for many years now together as a couple. So, it's funny that we, are. Uh, we we have another friend, Chris, who is I mean, they aren't really doing a best man, but um, also, this is inside secrets of a wedding that you're not invited to, so <laughs> we're just presuming they're okay with us talking about it. We won't we won't be too revealing, but <laughs> SJ, Dan, Chris, if you're listening, hello. Hi. Um, we won't try and spill, spoil too much. Um, but yeah, we also know Chris, who is on the wedding uh, from the groom's side, even though I flattered with 
Chris and the bride. So mm-hmm. I view them as one side yep. of the union. But the nice thing is that we, we know both SJ and Dan. Of course, SJ is our, our wonderful artist uh, at Sarah Jane's Art on Instagram. So she said to us a few weeks ago, if you want artwork, let me know because I will be off for two weeks. <laughs> and if we thought me moving into a new place was justified reason to not record, SJ getting married probably pretty, slightly yeah. tops it. It's pretty so up there. It's, yep. it's pretty up there. But yeah, the long and the short is we're recording live under some fronds. We're staring out at the, the beautiful ocean here it's on amazing. the Bay of Islands. We'll, we'll put it up on our Instagram. Um, you know, we might pop it in the story when uh, this one gets released. So depending on where you're listening to it, we, we might fl- flick a few photos up there. But it's, yeah. it's crazy beautiful up here. Crazy beautiful. Yeah, Matt and I were actually meant to... Uh, we were meant to be staying in a tent this wedding so we <laughs> arrived yesterday afternoon on a friday the wedding kicks off at five o'clock uh this evening and yeah I, I said to matt a couple of months ago when we were planning our our flights for people that don't know new zealand pretty difficult part of the country to get to true uh and so we chose to fly and then ha- had to be picked up by cam shout out cam thanks cam who drove us to the location but yeah we we decided that sort of hotel cost was not something we were interested in. We'd yeah. been told that we were we could pitch a tent and stay on someone's lawn. So we both paid for a bag on the plane. Something I very rarely do, mm, with the true. exception of sort of moving halfway around the world. I mean, international, right? Yeah, you I'm take just a, a bag. Yeah, I'm just a sports bag or a backpack kind yep, of person. Yep, yep. And so I said to Matt, look, we'll both buy a bag, a tent I've got, mm-hmm. bring a sleeping bag, sleeping bag. And I'd say well over 50% of our carried luggage was tenting stuff and within the first 15 minutes of turning up people had said there's beds there's beds we've got beds for you we kind of went wow thank you we'll definitely use them but most of this planning and luggage (laughs) was based around us not having beds and we thought we were going to record this in the tent which probably would have gone very very poorly Mm. um so instead we've we've opted for the the outside (laughs) under the fronds um which may be better or worse audio quality we will see when we get back to wellington auckland we try piece this audio together it might be an absolute disaster i mean if you're listening to this podcast right now then you know that editing has gone all right so yeah we might completely abandon it and no one will hear it um oh the waves sometimes they're stronger they're stronger i think it's Every 11th or every 13th wave is the biggest one. I think it might really? be 11. Yeah, it's a tidal thing. Every, I'm going to say it's 11. Every I mean, 11 waves. 13 is one of those numbers. Yeah. So. That's why I think surfers, when they're sitting out... They uh, count. Yeah, they count the waves. Because huh. the big one comes and yeah. it's, it will sit for Simmers a bit and down then a come bit. again. I think so. Interesting. I've... I've been known to hop on a hey, surfboard no. <laughs> once or twice. Um, I have. I have. Not a very long time. I don't know if I could do it now. Well, it doesn't really work in Wellington. There's no surfing beaches. Yeah, more really. of your boogie, boogie board. Oh, Pedal boards. I've seen people out at Lyle Bay just absolutely hoping for a dream wave. And you just think, it's just it's just not coming for you. Give up, mate. Give up. Come in. It's not coming <laughs> Come for in. you. But speaking of the sea, I do actually have a question for you. Oh, yes. Um, and it's entirely related to our setting at the moment. Yes. And I wanted to ask you, um, we're sitting here with the with the wind rushing through, the uh, the smell of the of the sea coming through. And I wanted to ask you, what are some of the most distinct smells to you? 
do you have strong smell association oh. from your childhood, from things now? Because I know people mm. that have really strong, strong sense of smell. Yeah. And it's stronger for them than sort of visual memory. Some people have really strong mm-hmm. nostril memory. <laughs> um, and the reason I bring this up is because I was walking to work the other day. Yes, I have a job now that's something we haven't Ooh, covered off congratulations yeah cheers um matt's also newly not in a job so congratulations thank to you. you thank you yes that's right i forgot about yeah i've been so blown up it's and been being the most here the busy past two, two weeks days you would not believe that um yeah i have i have finished work oh it's a dream but yeah so i was walking to work the other day and i my my, my nostril alarm bells just went off and they went what is that smell it's so specific and i went it's definitely it's definitely bacon mm-hmm. but and I walked past these two tradies having their sort of breakfast out on Vivian Street in Wellington outside the building they were working on at probably 7.45. And I went, oh, this is crap school camp bacon sandwiches bacon. <laughs> and I wondered, I'm like, is that a thing to yeah, other people? Yeah, 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 yeah. The smell of bulk produced bacon that doesn't get cooked very well, mm. slapped between two bits of white bread from multiple camps as a kid. And I went... That's a really specific yeah, smell that memory specific. that I didn't know that I had. Because I don't think I'm a particularly strong smell person. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've also had in the last year or so an experience where I walked past someone on the street and I just smelt their perfume. And I don't know if oh, it was yeah. my grandma's perfume or someone, but I just went and I stopped and I went, I know what that smell is, but I can't yep. figure out yep. where it's come from. I nah. mean, do you have a strong sense of smell? Yeah, I um, I mean, in that, let's, you know, continuing on the perfume uh, front uh, I um, unfortunately have the, the nose of um, recognising my ex's uh, perfumes and multiple ex's because it's, it's funny I've you know I've obviously been with different people that have worn different scents you know and so yeah I, I do sometimes walk past or go into stores and things they go ah oh. I can't shop here. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the biggest association that I have is just, like, freshly mown grass. Yes. And that just takes me back to being a kid, you know, like, whether it's out onto the soccer field or the rugby field, mm. just, like, freshly mown grass. I mean, growing up in the Waikato country, it was very much that smell all the time. Mm. So it kind of does take me back to just being a little bit smaller and just running through the fields. Yeah. Rain yeah. on concrete is another one. <gasps> oh, you know that smell? my gosh. And there's yes. something nostalgic about it because it doesn't yeah. happen that often. No. I've still never really figured out what it is. What does I think water it has to be smell a like? shower because you have to be outside yep. quick enough yep. afterwards that it's set. But there's something, there's something no, about I know what that you mean. smell. I, I, uh, freshly mown grass and, and wet pavement is, my, is two of my favorite smells. What about a petrol station? That's slightly more crude. Some people get to a petrol station, they go, oh, oh it smells like a road oil. trip. Yeah. I must say, though, you know, it definitely, this, this is a bit more, you know, R18 or not even that. Uh, you know, walking down walking down streets and side alleys and you, you smell a bit of the devil's lettuce every now and then as well. You know, and what's devil's of, lettuce for people that aren't quite as... People that aren't attuned to the devil's lettuce, that would be marijuana. Uh, and... Yeah, gee, I can I can sniff that thing from a mile away, but it's it, it's potent. It's it potent. Carries, it's right? one of those Things smells. I mean, Definitely, that must be similar to the sea breeze. Mm, it carries. It carries so, so far. True. The way it interacts with True. science of air and <laughs> what is it that we breathe in? The, yeah. That thing. Yeah. yeah. Oxygen. It's funny because I. Uh, you know, Matt and I have bought our suits and our yes. our products. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, we thought we might do this in our suits, but 
actually it's yeah. we wanted to do it far enough away from getting ready that there was no stress involved <laughs> true but, um yeah i've brought my my scent of choice which is hugo boss's standard original thing nice and i've just had that since 2014 mm. and mm. i've just never i don't consider it my scent because yep. i know it's generic enough that people other people have it mm. but i've had people say to me within the last six months like your natural smell is really nice and oh. I don't put it on very often no. so I don't think it's that and I I'm just I've never understood what that smell would be yeah well I guess I, I don't I don't apply deodorant enough yep, for it to yep. be like a deodorant this smell. is it but I mean I mean I, I guess we're not really I mean every now and then you need to do the old check of the armpits right yeah. and be like okay yeah I'm doing all right but I guess we're not really we're so accustomed to our own smell yeah that you it would be other people yeah very much being and people's like, houses have ah, a specific smell oh, take me back to like grandma's place yeah. you know it's yeah weird. i had a, uh, a primary school friend and i would always go to their house and i would just very distinct Different. smell and you wonder is it it's not like air freshener it's just whatever <laughs> yeah, soaks yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah, furniture yeah. and and the ground stuff but you don't know what your own house smells like no because it's just normal it's, to you you've climatized to yeah, it but yeah but other people probably come into our your apartment and, and they're like oh my god go, what is that smell yeah, yeah, why my does cat. it smell so yeah <laughs> that is your cat inside pets that's yeah that's a dude's no it's no keep keep it clean keep it clean i just wondered because there's something about being by the seaside that oh for I sure affects people from a a smell perspective the the sea air yeah. is, is so i mean it's invigorating to some people some people don't mm. don't muck with the sea at all but there's something about it that yeah. just affects in a different way like we can see the sea yes and the waves and the tide but i don't think that affects me so much as that specific smell oh, see interesting because when for for me smell is definitely more of the countryside mm. right like cow pets and grass and all of that kind of stuff whereas being here last night i was literally just sitting outside having a bit of a vape and just looking out Mm. you know and like for me visually looking at what we're looking at right now is doing more to me than what the smell is doing right so that's interesting that but and yeah i associate my smell with being younger and the countryside and stuff way more smelling the sea breeze for me doesn't really do much i appreciate it but it doesn't seeing it seeing this more I think is more of a um, well because I grew up in the country I wasn't around it more often mm. so it was very much when we arrived at the beach and seeing it it was like whoa water water isn't it fascinating to think I don't know what this stat is uh, our good friend uh, Tabby the, the stat king would be able to tell us but I don't know what percentage of people in the world live in land locked countries you think that some people just never ever see is just never something unless Water, you really yeah. take yeah. take a trip. It's the same with snow as well. There's some people in their lives that never see snow. Yeah. Or never go to the snow. Same stars, bro. Oh, some people. That's so sad. Polluted. Pollu- yeah. Polluted. Polluted. Polluted, polluted cities. The, sh- the schmalg. <laughs> I mean, they're probably aware that you can see stars in yeah. places in the world, but yeah. they just have never grown up in those cities. Yeah, they're just like, no, there's one. There's one star. That yeah. big glowy thing up there. Yeah. When I came back from LA, which is obviously one of the most sort of densely True. smogged cities in the world, that's why they have such incredible sunsets. It's because there's so much air pollution. Oh, so that it kind of just yeah. I mean, you can have beautiful sunsets in, in countries that have no pollution, mm. but that specific kind of sunset—it's like really uh, Huey. Yeah, word. is that yeah. the word? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I came back from there and remember looking up at the stars and going, "Oh, I forgot that was a thing." 
how sad is that? Some people just yeah. No sea, no stars. Um, I digress. I was just interested to ask. No, no, no. I love it. I think also with weddings, there's such specific decisions made about obviously where you want to hold them is decision number one that you have to make. Yes. And that comes down to you and and well, the two people getting married what is a significant place to them do you want to be close Mm. to people do you Mm. want to be far away from people Mm. I mean probably not the latter but in this case this is quite a rural wedding for you and I but it's close to where a lot of the the family of the bride and groom live so not far away from them obviously there's there's people that get married in different countries from where they grew up and Mm -hmm. you end up having lots of family having Mm -hmm. to fly we didn't know if this wedding was going to go ahead with the most recent, recent lockdown we were waiting to see if it would would pass which thankfully it did seeing as we're north of Auckland we wouldn't have been able to travel, travel up here travel through yeah thank you very much universe and and uh, frontline workers and Bloomfield and Jacinda and Jacinda people of course involved always involved in, in that decision making but yeah location is such a yeah. a big thing the funny thing about this wedding is Matt and I if not for COVID both probably wouldn't have been here we would have been on the other side of the world and as much True. as we love SJ and Dan yeah. we the expense of, of coming back, unless we could have timed a holiday, yep. would have seemed potentially unlikely. Yeah. And yet, you, me, a couple of other people, other that we people know as well, wouldn't have been here. Yeah. Which is which is I mean I guess it's sad definitely, and you know obviously would have gone ahead. But there's you know that silver lining obviously I mean a lot's happened in this past year because of COVID. Yeah. But yeah, that silver lining of actually yeah being able to be here and celebrate this with our friends. Yeah. Because we're getting to that wedding age. Oh, yeah. We just know getting people. Getting old. It hasn't, this is the first friend's wedding yeah, that I've same. been to. Yeah. But I'm so aware of people that I know at weddings most weekends. Mm. There's someone I know. Mm. And obviously we're at the end of summer, so we're at the more strongly condensed yep. wedding period. But we're definitely at that age where... It's happening. Where it's happening. The pressure's on, right? Who's going to be catching that uh, bouquet? Bouquet? Okay. Okay. Don't. I don't know. Doesn't matter how you say it, as long as you <laughs> catch it. As long as you catch it, or try and avoid it. We had a joke. We had a joke before of a whole bunch of us millennials, where we're all just going to jump out of the way because <laughs> no one wants to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that so reflective of where we are? Of where we are now. Yeah. Because weddings, you know, for such a long period, was such a a traditional concept I guess they still are still for lots are. of people yeah. wedding the concept of marriage and getting married is, is really tied to the church mm. Um, mm. this wedding uh, is n- not in a church it's going to be outside under a beautiful Bhutakawa tree but the concept of marriage is definitely shifting I would say yeah. as this new generations of liberal people and people I mean New Zealand is famously one of the most secular countries in the world so we I imagine would have one of the least percentage of church weddings Mm. in the world Mm. presumably but it'll be interesting as the wedding age continues and more and more people we know get married to see how many if any people we know get married in, in churches I would imagine probably not no I think there's a pressure based on your family you know that's yeah well it's your up- upbringing right because yeah. I mean our like grandparents and stuff would have still been like you know stepped in tradition and, and all of that kind of stuff I mean my, my grandma's heavily, heavily Catholic but whether you know she wouldn't I, there would be no pressure to obviously have it in a church and things like that I was raised Catholic but I wouldn't be 
going into a church or anything like that. You say that though, and the pressure might come down. You don't know until you're planning your wedding because True. that's the thing about weddings. You, it's all about two people, mm. but ultimately the decision making isn't about. There's some things that are about you, yeah. But a significant proportion of decisions are based around how many people do we want there. Yep. How many people can we get there? How yep. feasible is this? True. How many people can we afford to pay the dinner for? You know, the whole question of plus ones come in and often it's, if you're bringing a plus one that we don't know, they pay for certain things because mm. they're mm. not part of it, but you want them to come. And I think there's a lot of appeasing that goes on based on how big or small your family is and how well the two sides of the family know each other. If it's a family-heavy wedding or friends-heavy wedding, which seems kind of ironic because yeah, it's yeah, you yeah. two getting married exactly. but the decision making is about the people who know the bride and groom yeah so all we've got to do is just get down on the knee and then it all just gets sorted out yeah uh, it's scary <laughs> it is scary I mean watching these guys run around the past 24 hours has been entertaining and yeah. helping out obviously we've been helping out guys don't just we not, haven't just been sitting around absolutely not but yeah it's uh, it's it's been really interesting watching all of the different moods and everyone <laughs> acting up and stuff it's been pretty chill though to be honest oh look Matt and I have definitely uh, we've definitely contributed to the cause by being some of the more relaxed customers of <laughs> of, of the people here but yeah the thing about SJ and Dan is, is Matt and I have known them for I guess around about for me seven years mm. for you probably six or so um, six or so and I guess they've been together for you know, four or five years I think it was around there and I was actually one of the first people that they told that they were getting married because I had moved to the UK oh, and they yes, knew that yes. I wouldn't tell anyone Yep. Um, <laughs> the irony of that being I was the one of the last people to be officially invited because they didn't think I was going to be here Yeah. but I said to um, Fran the other day when I was considering buying cards and I can record this because by the time SJ and Dan opened their card uh, you know well by the time this comes out they, were yeah, already they would have it. already opened it but I was considering another card that just said about bloody time <laughs> and and Fran said to me well no it's kind of traditional sort of amount of relationship time before getting married you know five years is it, is it though yeah I, I think mean, so. is there, what, I mean is there a way to do you think I mean you think of, you think of the different types of weddings and it's like shotgun or something you know like some people can just like see each other and be like let's get married but I would consider that in a non-judgment a judgmental non, sense but this I'd is, call that Irregular, <laughs> not the right way but to in, do it. But no, I'm not saying that. But in the same way, if you were together with someone for 15 years and only got married at the and end, I would say married. that was also irregular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms I get of you. how long. So you think four or five years is enough to really form a connection and figure out whether you want to spend the rest of your life with one person? I guess I'm not making a judgment on what's normal or love or romance or relationships, mm, but because it's all different. It's all completely different, but. The, the timelines that people take it'd be interesting to ask some of the you know the parents generation the parents, over here yeah. how long they were together before they got mm, married but mm. I would imagine that five years anywhere from sort of three to eight I would bet yep. that most yep. people would be in that window and part of the reason why I bring it up is as I've said to you many times and I've said on this this show I've been watching a fair bit of The Bachelor recently there's an American <laughs> season uh, which is about to release its final episode steeped in controversy which Ooh. I won't go into Matt James um, Matt James yeah Matt James right here uh, coming coming at you from the beautiful Bay of Islands um, also a couple of New Zealand Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons which I have I am, have and am currently watching 
Oh, it's just trash, but sometimes you need yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just so interested. Uh, not invested, but I'm just really interested on who 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 is who's going to get picked, really. You kind of make those predictions, right? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to be her. It's definitely going to be him. Well, the whole point of those shows, and once you get down to the nitty-gritty, the end of it is people saying, well, how could you possibly form a relationship with these people so quickly? You know, you've only known them for three months. How can you possibly get down and, and propose or, or accept a proposal? Mm. That's the through line of the whole concept of the show is yeah. could you meet someone and develop a relationship that quickly? And most of the time, I again, stats, tabby, get on it for us. I don't know how many bachelor and bachelorette seasons the couples are still together still together I yeah. imagine it's below 25% mm. but there are some people that have, yes. s- have stayed together yes, yes. solidly yeah that just continue through and for them it was as organic as yeah as anything I mean the bachelor is a step up from you were mentioning before married at first sight married at first sight yeah that's a whole nother freaky freaky game or what do they call it a social experiment I mean, these are all social experiments, right? Yeah. On the bachelor trying to form love within two, three weeks. Trying oh, it's to... more. I think it's more than that. I is think it? it ends up being closer to two months. So I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure the New Zealand one wasn't that long. Well, actually, I'm less informed about the New Zealand one. But I think definitely in the the, the American the one's American longer. One, it's like six See, I weeks. think the New Zealand one was kind of quick. Because I, I remember them talking about like week one didn't really spend much time, and the last two weeks really haven't seen you. Maybe it's about a month then. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't paying that much attention. Obviously, <laughs> duh. Um, but yeah, married at married at first sight. It's all on um, the algorithm, right? Or the algorithm of, in the sense of these people behind the curtain are trying to find your perfect match. Yeah. And then just chucking you together, getting you married, and then seeing how it goes. I mean, I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to those kind of forced proposals and relationships yeah. and but I actually the more I've watched The Bachelor which has only been the last few seasons mm-hmm. I haven't been someone that has seen all 40 seasons or whatever it's but, going to be me one day <laughs> when you think of condensed time on those shows yes there's you know if there's if it's a Bachelor season there's 24 women or mm. 30 women or, mm. and if The Bachelor at the same for how many men there are and yes you're competing with other people but the condensed amount of time that you spend with those people you don't have to worry about your job yep. you don't have to go and do the shopping True. You, the amount of time that you are spending getting to know that person is actually more than outside you know, normal yeah, world imagine you meet someone yeah. and life goes on yeah. and you only see them once a week sure you're texting yeah. but over the course of the first two months how many hours do you spend together that's a good point. I th- yeah, I That's think a good actually, point. in terms of condensed connection types, mm. actually not unreasonable. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think what you see when you get down to the end of that show is normally there'll be a, a couple of people that will pull out because they'll realise that yep. it's not yep. right. Yep. But the people by the end are super, super invested and serious. And sure, even if they break up afterwards, that doesn't mean the feelings that they They're there had in the earlier moment. weren't justified. Yeah. It's just the nature of the show is that you the producers want there to be an engagement yeah, at the end of it but if you took that out of it people ha- have intense relationships and yeah. then they they break up all the time it's simply through the framework of the show we skeptically go oh they won't stay together that won't last and a lot of time it doesn't happen but that's the same for most relationships yeah, 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 yeah. That, that happen right yeah and watching how invested the people on these shows are once they get past a certain threshold I think I've I've come around on being 
skeptical of it and thinking well maybe they aren't as in love as they think they are mm-hmm. but who are we to, to, to say that it's well, not the framework of the show that creates that that's yeah. just the nature of love at first sight or being head over heels and then you realise that life is slightly more than the confines of of what you're working well, with. Well, if it works, it works. If it works, if it, it works. works, it works. If you find something, you found something. If you haven't, well, there's the, there's the experiment that hasn't quite worked. Yeah. But at least you're in that moment and enjoying other people's company. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we've spoken in the past that probably those wouldn't be the types of, of shows for us, but I imagine the people that go on those shows are often people that the quote-unquote traditional methods of getting in relationships just haven't worked. Just haven't worked, yeah. And if, if it hasn't worked, why wouldn't you try something mm. else mm. and see if it if it's something that that sparks yeah. for you well there was a, a, a like interesting quick little fact i mean there was a the guy who won the bachelor uh sorry yeah the, the guy who got with lexi the new zealand bachelorette yes he had only had one girlfriend before yeah and he was like 30 something yeah and, and yeah and I mean, he wasn't my choice, but he's definitely a Kiwi Kiwi lad, that's for sure. And then one of the women in the Bachelor at the moment, she's never been on a date. Just uh, kind of, I mean, baffles me in the sense of I've I've almost been in a relationship since I was fourteen years old. So, but just that kind of yeah, never being on a date. Yeah, I guess you kind of would go to something like that and just give it a go. But then it's the battling of the other people that the kind of people. baffles me. Yeah, yeah. But we only see the finished product, right? Mm. Being inside one of those bubbles, you're never... S- I mean, they have group dates and things, yep. but yep. we only see the the produced version of those shows. True. It must be completely different to be inside Actually, there. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, we, we wouldn't go on yeah, that. Yeah, true. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we will. I think it's just just fascinating with how wedding concepts have gone from being so, so traditional to now... Uh, I wouldn't say they've become a gimmick but a wider range of wedding styles have become acceptable or more more acceptable to to more people whereas 50 years ago it would have been unthinkable and I think that's just it Uh, as you said at the start I mean weddings are steeped in tradition and a tradition of the church and like uh, monogamy you know and and ownership and all of that kind of stuff vows you know um, and now, I guess, you know, society is kind of switching all of that up and trying to make it your own, you know? I I, I helped people, like grooms, with their weddings before mm. in, in Barkers and dressing them up. I actually helped the gents with this wedding as well with what they're wearing, so they are going to be representing a bit of Barkers gear, which is nice. Um, but, you know, I always ask um, the groomsmen, you know like what's happening at the wedding and I'm, I'm always fascinated what people are doing different yeah you know um and how they're switching it up and you know where is it church or whatever or righty righty right and I just, I just love hearing when people are not doing traditional stuff because yeah marriage and wedding is is a very i don't know just hasn't got the best history behind it yeah as lovely and and thing as, as what it is now like you said, 50, 100 years ago, it was something completely different. Yeah. Something completely different. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are on the... I mean, this is not traditional. This is not traditional. And I love not that. And I love that. Yeah. How many weddings have you been to? I have been to four, three weddings before this one. So one when I was a baby, my uncle. Um, and then when I was a little bit older, my other uncle. 
and then when I was in high school, uh, when I was going to church, uh, one of my uh, youth leaders got married, um, and now this one. So, I guess it's funny to split family and, and friends, and we won't dive into, you know, who cares more about the family coming, who cares more about the friends coming. <laughs> yeah. Where would you say in all those weddings you were in terms of numbers on the invite list? You know, so 80 people were are at this oh, wedding. yeah, yeah. Someone's number 80. Yeah. You know, immediate family coming coming early. I guess yes. as a baby and the family ones, you would have been relatively up there in terms of straight away, you would have been on, on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, my when I was, you know, slightly older with my uncle's one, it was pretty much just our family. Like, right. there was absolutely no one else there. It was oh, just the family. Yeah. Like, no friends or anything like that. It was just us up in Te Aumudu on on the hill. Um and then church. Oh, I mean, the church one was kind of big. Yeah. Because it was... I mean, I was sitting at the back, you know? I mean, you sound pretty fringe invite, invitee yeah. in that one. Yeah. Not to not validate you no, being no, no, there. No, that's but fine. there is, there is a, a hierarchy. There is a hierarchy. Because you have to decide who goes first. And then at a certain point, you have to say that certain people just... They haven't made the cut. Haven't made the cut. It's funny because the last two weddings I've been to, I think I went to a couple as a as a kid, you know, young family, whatever. Mm. But the only two weddings that I considered I properly attended, I was definitely in the last ten people invited to both of those, if not uh, the last like five people invited to the those. barrel. So my f- <laughs> the first one was the owners of uh, the barking lot. The, oh, first, yes, yes, the yes, first yes. sort of proper job I had at uni. Yep. Um, and they were chatting to me at work one day. They were like, yeah. Because it was you know, pretty obvious that they were getting married. Mm. And they'd said, oh, you know, do you know anyone at uni that can sing and like play the guitar? And I was like, well, yeah, no, but I can. I can. Like, oh, my God, you can you can play these songs at our wedding. And so I, um, yeah, played the, the father-daughter dance and the first dance oh on the gosh. guitar. And then, obviously, I was invited to the wedding and I've always wondered would I have been would I have just crossed the threshold if of you being didn't invited? know how to yeah because <laughs> it was a small workplace we're pretty chummy I imagine they probably would have just gone oh do you want to come yeah, yeah, at the yeah, last yeah, minute yeah, yeah. but I've I've never known and so that <laughs> wedding I I felt the pressure of being sort of a musical entertainment very much first yep and the second wedding was in 2018 in Bristol um Rachel and Ian, lovely couple who were good enough to put me up when I first moved to Bristol. Yo. They had me in the spare bedroom because he had worked at uh, the university. Um, he said they were going to Bristol. I said, well, I'm coming in six months' time to audition for Bristol Old Vic. And he's like, oh, well, there's a spare bedroom. You know, that classic promise. Six months later, I emailed him being like, hey, you know how you said you have a spare room? <laughs> and they were, they were gracious enough to you know offer me the spare bedroom and the period of time that I was there was probably two or three months before they were getting married mm. and so house was strewn with random wedding arts and crafts and the room I was sleeping in had boxes of champagne in there it was very clear a wedding was being planned <laughs> and then at a certain point I guess they just went like oh well oh, you'll be coming you're coming yeah and I didn't feel like they were forcing it. it; just felt like a natural invite. But I was probably the last person invited. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it meant that come the wedding day, I felt very. I was like, right, I'm gonna have to talk to people because I can't rely on. Whereas here, you and I know at least five people pretty well. Oh, Plenty of people to definitely, yeah, but if, if not more. Yeah, um, but that wedding was really interesting because I wasn't living with them 
when the wedding came around mm. and Ian had said to me because uh, I'd found my own place in Bristol by that point he'd said to me oh there's a bachelor party at some point and yeah if you want to come I'll let you know and I was like yeah you probably won't invite me and I probably don't need to be there And but I appreciate the sort of you know, <laughs> but, the, the vague but, offer yes, yeah, yeah. and then I was at work um, just in this cafe that I was working at and got a text on I think it was a Saturday night Saturday afternoon text came through from Ian being like the bachelor party's tonight if you can get to Cardiff and Bristol and Cardiff to Cardiff not too far not away not too far because Bristol's far southwest coast of of England yes and then Wales is just further oh, west oh further west yeah and so I was at work this might have text maybe came through at about 3 o'clock and I was like okay I finish at 5 yeah 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 did the maths and I was like I think I can probably get there Finished work, ran, and I mean ran, ran uphill to my flat. Probably a twenty-minute run. Oh, I don't even know if I had. Maybe I had to have a quick shower because I knew when the last train out of Bristol to yeah, Cardiff yeah, was, yeah. and it was pretty tight. Quick shower. Thing is, he hadn't told me what the bachelor party was, so I just had to pack a bag for all for all occasions. For all occasions. Did you take a suit? Uh or a jacket of a night, something I, I, nice. I think I went in sort of formal clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like maybe a, a sh- you know a shirt and chinos type situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing from him. I didn't think I could bother him because he was during. He was getting yeah, smashed. Yeah, <laughs> and he had kept messaging through, being like, "You have to catch up." Like. <laughs> being like you're behind it's like yeah. you've just invited me what are you talking about it's not like I've been slacking I've been working and you've just told me so uh, I think I Ubered to the station in Bristol and got there just before the last literally oh. the last train to Cardiff um, maybe at like 8.30 in the evening and I mm-hmm. couldn't have hustled any quicker got on and pulled into Cardiff Saturday night Cardiff's a pretty social town Yeah, like Cardiff people like to party and it's the train station off. is right in the middle of town really imagine a train station being in Courtney Place wow and I was like whoa That's... and it was also a bank holiday weekend which is what they call public holidays in the UK so yep. Monday off so Dank. people yep, yep, yep. extra extra Going keen hard. to get a little bit silly <laughs> and so I messaged Ian and I'm like right where are you I'm here he's like oh we're actually in a comedy show and we won't be out for an hour oh what the fruitcake go and find a pub and catch up <laughs> So I went to a Weatherspoons, which in the UK is the the chain, like there's thousands of them. Oh yeah, cheap and cheerful, and just got some dinner and bought myself three beers and just sat there and smashed them and back, smashed them back. <laughs> and then eventually met up with him um, at this casino in Cardiff, and Ian's in his mid thirties, so clearly a different, you know, this is a couple of years ago, so yeah, clearly yeah. a different age group. And I could tell when I turned up, everyone was like, "Oh, it's the Kiwi, it's the young Kiwi." Oh. And the weird thing was, for whatever reason, I won't go into the backstory. Both Ian and I call each other Steve. Just a thing. Steve. Don't need any more backstory. Okay. And everyone was like, "Who are you, James? They're like, Who's James?" Blah 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 blah. And eventually, I had to keep introducing myself to people as Steve. As and they go, "Oh, you're Steve, Steve." <laughs> and it was yeah, a really great night at this uh, at this casino. And Ian had said to me, "Oh, well, you'll have a bed. There's a spare bed in the hotel. Whatever. Someone has already left." And they told me which, you know, bedroom that I was in yeah, at yeah, yeah. four a.m. And they said the other person staying here is leaving back to London Sunday morning. So you, you know, don't be worried when they're gone. Cool, whatever. Woke up. They hadn't told me what was happening the next day. And so woke up the next day. The guy was gone, as planned. And I pulled on my phone, and all these missed calls. 
Oh. And all these missed texts. Um, and the, the, the room phone rang. And I hate phone calls. Yeah. Mysterious phone calls. So did I just you, did, you I, didn't I just answer did, it. I didn't answer it. But oh I, called, my gosh. I called Ian and I was like, well, where are you? You know, what, what's going on? Why have you called me so much? And he said, what's happened? Where have you gone? It's like, I'm in, I'm in the room. The hotel room that you put me in last night. It's like, no, you're not. It's like, well, what do you want me to tell you? Yes, I am. <laughs> he said, what room are you in? And I went outside and popped my head and said the number. He's like, you can't be there. We've just we we just called through to that room number, and the person cleaning the room picked up. And I said, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm in the room you put me in last night. I, I have no more information than that. And he said, Get out. We've got to go. We've got to go. So I hurried you back to my out. stuff out, and like ran down to the reception, and they were like, Where have you been? And blah blah blah. We thought we'd you'd, like you'd run away. You got lost. I was like, I was just in the hotel bedroom. You didn't tell me anything that was happening this morning. And I've never known if they were having me on or if they just somehow called the wrong room. Yeah, or... yeah, 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 yeah. And then that day we went and we canoed down the Y, which is a oh, lovely shit. lovely river in Wales, and it was a fantastic wow. time. Um, but yeah, that's the only bachelor party I've ever been to. And Bro, that's just, a story. It's a great story. That's a great yeah. story. And the good thing was, so <laughs> when I went to the wedding, I knew a few people from the bachelor Steve, party, and they were like, Steve, 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 Steve. <laughs> but I was definitely there as part of, I think there were only four people there that were single. Everyone else part of married couples because uh, yep, yep, yep. everyone, you know, being in their mid thirties, yep. most people, mm. and so as part of the singles crew, we were sort of tasked with bringing single energy. So as soon as the wedding was over, it was straight to the tent, have a few drinks, get involved. But yep. it was an amazing wedding. They had it in this. Imagine a vineyard without the vines. So I wouldn't describe it as a farm. I would describe it as no, sort of a nice, idyllic, idyllic property yep. with a little sort of lake and there was a pontoon where you could winch yourself onto the lake and they oh. had a marquee and, and games and stuff a taco truck pulled up at like wow. 11 p.m it was amazing fantastic wedding and yeah. it was funny because the whole time i was like i was the last person to be invited <laughs> to this wedding and as the last person you feel a sort of responsibility to over enthuse to yep. justify to your presence you're at here. the wedding and that's why to bring this story back around here i feel like because we know sj and dan Pretty, pretty well, well I feel no stress yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we deserve to be here <laughs> yeah. we were invited true I've got no stress about being like hi who are you how do you know <laughs> when people have asked me who do you know how are you connected I just sort of take a second I'm like oh I'm very connected I'm very I know connected. both the bride and the groom yeah, how are yeah, you yeah. connected oh uncle oh, oh. I do just family <laughs> but I mean you're, in saying that as well you've also got another job to do here mm. at this wedding as well yeah you yeah. have been tasked with the with the MC job yeah. Do you know what's funny? I'm less nervous about the MC job compared to uh, the music playing job. So oh. the the bride's sister, Ella, and I are playing a couple of tunes. The MC stuff, I know I can just be my I mean, it's what we through. do, bro. We just talk. Yeah. Just talk and hold a crowd. I got my instructions. But the singing stuff, you never won't get nervous yeah. for, for yeah. singing. But yeah, it's funny being at a wedding where I feel like I know the bride and groom both pretty well. Mm. And their families and mm. their siblings mm. and more of their friends. And clearly we feel relaxed enough to uh, be having a couple of beers and recording this podcast two <laughs> hours before the wedding starts. Very, you know? Yeah, that's so true. If things were different, we probably wouldn't be allowing ourselves this sort of relaxed. Yeah. There's definite wedding crashes kind of De- vibe. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Not, yeah. Not, yeah. not in the way that wedding crashes no. pursues it, but in the kind well, of... The two, the two wedding events, obviously I'm... I'm 
happily together with, with Fran. Yeah, There's exactly. No well, Fran, if you're listening, it. which I know you're not, uh, <laughs> I'll be sleeping with no one tonight except Matt. True. Maybe. But we True. do have single beds. We so do have single not. beds, but I'm going to push them together because I'll probably need cuddles later tonight because, True. as you were saying, I will be bringing the single energy tonight. Yeah. And there's not a lot of singles here, is there? Well, it's a small wedding. It is so a small wedding. Yeah. <sighs> you might just, have to just chat up some aunties. Yeah. They'll love you, bro. <laughs> You'll have no no trouble there. But the other thing is that Matt and I have to find a ride back to Kerry Kerry Airport Oh my tomorrow. gosh. So, I'm actually pretty nervous about that. Yeah. Our flight is at sort of 12.45 tomorrow. We have no sure way of getting there. And it's an hour drive. So <laughs> I said to Matt, your main job this evening... Schmooze. Find us a ride back tomorrow. That's the thing I'm most nervous about. Forget no, the I MC, agree, man. Forget the music. No, I totally we gotta agree. We've got to get home tomorrow. I mean, we've got to enjoy tonight, but yeah, yeah. we've got to get home tomorrow. Yeah. God. I mean, I've got work on Monday. You don't have work I anymore. I don't. So if I get can... stranded here, I guess it's kind of a, <laughs> yeah. a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Oh, you can probably... You're fine, bro. Yeah, I There's have... enough people leaving on Monday going through Auckland. Yeah, but I've... Yeah, but... Oh, as in like driving. Yeah. Actually, that's a good point. I mean, I've paid for the flight. You have paid for the flight. The thing about me... Oh, no, no, I me. agree. Do it for me. I mean, man. I'm doing this for you. Thank you. I really appreciate you that. You see that guy up there? Yeah, don't give him a ride. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you're very right, though. If all else fails, I'm going to be fine. But it's about getting you home. Yeah, thanks, man. You're welcome. You're Especially welcome. Especially as I told you <laughs> yeah, to which get... <laughs> flights to book. I'm very responsible for Matt being here. If it wasn't for me, well, you would have got here. But I would have got here. I also thought the wedding was in two weeks. That's true. I did Skype Matt a few weeks ago, and he was saying about, oh, yeah, my last shift at Bark is uh, the Friday, the Saturday, you know, a couple of weeks' time. What's that, the 12th, 13th? I was like, mate, you're at a wedding. What are you talking about? He said, no, no. No. No, no. No, I'm not. Like, well, you are, I hope. So, yeah, but luckily, you're welcome. No, thank you. Thank you. I luckily had the right tickets and stuff, but... Anyway, anyway, we're here. We're here. We're stoked to be here. <laughs> Sun is sort of poking out. Yeah, There's been it's some showing. risk of some some rain. We thought we'd just park up on the lawn, but but the uh, the drizzle's been around, which is why we've headed under mm. the fronds. But mm. we're super excited, and it's nice to have obviously the end of your work work period. Yeah, it's man. a big period for you, and with me moving and starting up a new job, it's been nice to come up and have a little have a little break. But we were just so determined to record some kind of some kind of wedding special <laughs> yeah. here and as we said we've got no idea what what the audio will be like but it's exciting it's so exciting yeah. to be at at a wedding with, with people that we really know quite well and we really really care about um, it's just it's just so grown up yeah you know I mean obviously like you said you've had your stories and I mean that's a pretty bloody cool story but for me yeah this is very much like I mean you know we've had 21st and all of that kind of stuff through uni and all of that but you know, now here, yeah. For me, the, I think this year's definitely going to feel weird in the sense of I finished work, mm. straight into a wedding with friends. And then, yeah, I've kind of got to just grow up and carry on with the rest of the year and figure it all out as I go. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I must admit, though, being at a wedding single is... I mean, it, it could, it could, you know, <laughs> if there was more people here, it could be beneficial. But um, it's also a, it, it's made me feel like last night I went for a, a moment outside, and it was very much sitting outside, being like, hmm, I wonder when my time will come. Mm. <laughs> you know, it'll come, plenty of time. <laughs> Don't cry later on. Man. No, 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 it's fine. That's why I you need know those what? cuddles. The thing about weddings, 
very similar to 21st I imagine and that the least enjoyable wedding is your own wedding because you have the stress the pressure yep. you want to talk to everyone you want to thank everyone thank you for coming everyone's the stress of getting you. married yep. going to other people's weddings going to other people's 21st amazing free reign bro <laughs> enjoy the bar yeah go for a swim true the other thing I should say about the the previous wedding the the owners of, of the parking lot is I was on the dance floor at about 12 o'clock and did attempt a booty drop and my pants did rip open oh. my crotch and I was like right I'm done that's me I cannot continue <laughs> There's, I, what am I meant to do go and change into shorts and so I left that was the end of it so my advice to you is don't attempt any booty don't drops. Don't any later booty on. drops. Yeah, I don't and want to rip my suit. If you rip, because if you rip that open, night ruined. Gone. You're just always thinking about the yeah the clothes. But also in saying that, I can literally just pop across the room and put some other pants on. Well, I mean, way to ruin my little tidbit of advice, <laughs> man. Be thankful you have a room. I should have a tent. I am very thankful that I have a room. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ripping those pants open at that wedding was. I love the pants. And it was it was Were part they one. repairable or not? No, gone. Absolutely oh, gone. Massive so crotch rip, crop rip. Like ripping the fabric. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, just yeah. a seam. Nah, not the seam. So I went part one, damn, nice pants ruined. Part two, oh, well, I can't be seen in, you know, this material. Mm-hmm. And through the situation of where I was staying in relation to the wedding meant that the wedding was over for me. That's so sad. Yeah. So... As tempting as it may be, later on, okay. the boogie music will come on. Yep. You'll think about it, and I'm telling you, don't my, ignore my it. honest advice is ignore the calling of the sirens and don't do any booty drops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that note, anything more to add about weddings, bro, before we uh, oh. we sign off and we go and try and vaguely find some jobs to do? Nah, man. I think, I mean, super stoked to be here. You yeah. know, super stoked to be here in this environment in this part of of new zealand this is the furthest north i've ever been in new yeah. zealand it's so like that yeah sam gamgee line and mm. fellowship where it's like if i take another step this is the furthest from home from the show it's a bit like this for you i mean you've been overseas but i have been overseas that's true but yeah it's it's i mean beautiful to see another part of the country yeah that's for sure um and yeah i guess yeah my final say with weddings and stuff is look if it's for you it's for you great i'll celebrate it mm. you know but yeah, I think uh, as we move forward, and it'll be interesting to see how society kind of keeps treating treating weddings going yeah. forward and stuff, and how it changes and the tradition and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, monogamy in itself is a whole yeah. other thing, you know. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. But I, I, for me, I, I might not happen for me, but I think it's still nice to celebrate and be there for loved ones and friends either Absolutely. way so really happy to be here and just be here with you as well bro yeah bro you know we people listen to us on uh, on a podcast every day probably think we're in the same room no nah, yeah. you know this is the what third third time we've third done time. it in the same in the space. same space yeah yeah and strangely of the three times we've done it this is the most relaxed I've ever yeah, felt I mean so true I guess we're in the, one of the most beautiful parts of Aotearoa yeah but also we're in the middle of absolutely something else this is yeah. not our priority for the day <laughs> yeah. I said to Matt normally I'm quite a not a stressful person but I can get involved in the admin and yeah. be like right of things are things going okay but despite the MC thing and playing music bro I'm just I'm just here for a good time and yeah, I can't nice. wait for me to say the last thing I have to on the mic where I cut the cake and I think there's some happy birthdays to be sung and 
and I will Dinner. have a beer there for you. Yes, let's have a dance for him. <laughs> have some celebratory, uh, celebratory brews. Hey, the old Max Interstate has gone down really well. That's great. I'm I've definitely going to have nothing more no. because I've got to be able to play the guitar. No, I agree. Guitar, right. But so nice to be able to, to be able to share a brew with you yeah, while man. we have a little chat. And to everyone else out there, we uh, we hope this has come through in some sort of editable form. The yeah. waves have sort of sat down a little bit. They in the have. Last They've while. been going in and out. That wind's probably the thing you'll be uh, struggling with the most, listeners. But yeah. Yeah. Don't condemn us. This is. We knew that this was going to be a, a rustic episode. Oh, this so one. rustic. So you know, if you've if you've been able to hear us, then hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on that note, I think we'll probably probably end things up. We'll go and enjoy the sun. We've got just under two hours. We'll have to put on our suits at some point and. Uh, yeah, I guess that all that's left to be said is we'll see you next time. Peace! So we forgot one thing, didn't we, Matt? <laughs> yeah, we did. The um, very traditional, obviously there are certain aspects of certain days that have traditions, but we've forgotten the one tradition of uh, inviting uh, a certain guest on, mm-hmm. and she's only in here in a single capacity, and that's in uh, as an artist. And today's just we think it's convenient time. To <laughs> it's have convenient her on the show, to have her here, isn't it? For yeah, the fir- for the first time on a very special day. Uh, Sarah Jane, uh, a wonderful Instagram artist, Sarah Jane's art. It's here um, on my sister's birthday, right? Yes, we had <laughs> <here to laughs> true. We had to talk about your sister's birthday. Um, no, the main reason, SJ, we've had you on is to ask you the very important question uh, that came up on the show, which is. Uh, how's your sense of smell? We're by the sea. We were just saying that certain people have strong sense of smell. Matt mentioned cut grass. I was talking about the smell of a specific crap bacon cooked <laughs> and put between white bread and the sort of bacon sandwich from mm. uh mm. That's from really camp. specific. Very specific. I hate ha- to disappoint. I've got hay fever, so I've just done a nasal spray, so it's actually awful at the moment. But but what, but so smelling, it's like whatever mm, ke- mm. Like chemicals are in that medication, yep, but yep. like... Generally, generally, what, how is it? What what does does any smell like really take oh, you in back? General? You know, is there something you just smell one day and you're like, oh? Yeah, probably like like fresh, not fresh cut grass, as in like lawnmower, because mm-hmm. that's like petrol smell. Yeah. But like, um, the tractor stuff. So we used to cut oh, all yo. the grass at the farm growing up, mm-hmm. and then it would sit on the ground for like two days and then get moved over and turned into silage yep. and it's this real specific like sweet yeah, grass yeah, smell yeah. that yeah and it always gets re-triggered when we feed it out in winter so like that's such a like a specific anytime we drive through and everyone goes oh silage I'm just like, like it's fl- mm, like, like full on flashback yeah just fairly kiwi no I know yeah. what you're, that's exactly what I said <laughs> it very much grass reminds me of being back in the Waikato Oh, yeah. And, and around the, uh, not that I lived on a farm, but very much around the farmland. I mean, the Waikato was like farming capital, oh, right? Exactly. That and parts of Canterbury. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I definitely, I so, know, I so know what you mean, that smell of silage. Yep. Mm. Baking as well. Is baking I mean, you're, you? you're dating a baker, so that's no, good for but you. I think, it's, I think <laughs> it's more, no, it's more of a nostalgia, like pikelets for me. The smell of pikelets Ooh. cooking, very oh, yeah. specific, not pancakes. Whatever mum's pipe put recipe oh, like is something cook, I like, can remember. Baking like rosemary for me, because mm, like my absolute favourite was like roast lamb, was my absolute oh, favourite. Yes. Like yeah. anytime I came home from uni, it was like roast lamb. It's like that smell of rosemary, like in the oven. I'm yeah. just like, oh, immediately hungry. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, mine would be not that I smell them that often now, but like um, scones. 
scones. Ooh, scones. 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 Scone loves a scone. Um, yeah, grandma. All the time. Nice. Yeah, that would that would be my baking, like, if I smelt a, a, a scone. Yeah. We did heaps of baking with my grandma, but I'd barely any of it ever made it to the oven. Like, we just ate so much cake batter and, like, chocolate chip mixes mm-hmm. and ah, stuff. Ah, raw eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fresh, fresh farm ones, too, <laughs> yeah. honestly. That's it. That is, <laughs> that, that is the time past gone of where people put raw eggs in smoothies to try and get their kids to consume more protein. Yeah. <laughs> I read that no, in no. story once. I don't know if they actually. No, happened. no, you're right though. You're right <laughs> that though. The sun is really coming out. It's humid too. It is. It's yeah. hot. All the girls are like busy trying to like. They've all got dead straight blonde hair, so oh. they've all got curls and like the room stinks of hairspray right now. And they're all trying to get their curls to stay. And I've got the opposite problem because I've got curly hair. Mine's just going really frizzy, oh. and it's like ah, it is what it is. Containing the frizz. Yeah, Dad's freaking out that it's going to rain today, and yeah. I'm like, honestly, it almost fine. got cancelled because of COVID. It could pour down, and I wouldn't so care. So true. So true. Care. Thing, we're just saying we're we're so thankful to be here and <laughs> happy that it's gone ahead. Obviously, you know, been playing planning for a long time, and and the weather will do what it will do. Yeah, but there's nothing we can do to control. So true. It. So what we true. can do is control. Not getting burnt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to wake up tomorrow, and there's going to be. Oh, true that. Actually, I've not put sunblock on yet, but that's such a solid. Slip, slip, slip. Oh yeah. I mean, I've only got shoulders to to worry about, but it's enough. There's enough bloody makeup on that, like that's covered. (laughs) There's a there's a layer under there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But no, we basically yesterday just want to say congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you for having us here. And uh, as always, thank you for being the brilliant creative that you are for this podcast. Yeah. Don't thank me yet. We might have you wrangle a couple of stray nanners tonight. So. <laughs> true, true. Well, we you might, you, oh, might, no, you might earn your dinner. Yeah. Well, we said that Matt might have to go after the, the aunties. Might have to go for the aunties. And bringing the single vibe. Bring the single them. vibe, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I mean like manhandling a nanner out of there. Oh, manhandling some nanners? Oh, yeah. I can, I can manhandle some nanners. A, yeah, yep. Yeah, there's a few There's a few nanners with a few too many gins that can start to get problematic, so... Well, the gins aren't part of the bar tap, so nana, if you want to have some, you will be paying for them. <laughs> Jerry, beer and wine, yourself. it's a bit of a slower course. Beer and wine and nothing else. But yeah, thank you so much, SJ, for everything you've uh, done for the podcast, both in the past and, and into the future, and uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, better get back to the girls. Mum yeah. will be freaking out. She'll be going, where the hell is she? Where is everyone? She was Sucked kidnapped off. by two podcasts. Oh no, this is probably good. I'll make people sweat a little bit. I've yeah. gone on the run. <laughs> oh, SJ just said she wanted to go yeah, on the just, podcast on, yeah. on oh, yeah. the run. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. She'll be back in about oh, no, 40 minutes. make people a bit nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Where is she? Where Second is she? thoughts. <laughs> Drama. Drama. Edit drama. Edit drama. It's been way too relaxed. Honestly, there needs to be a little we bit were of saying, drama. We were saying exactly that earlier in this episode, that it, is, it has been very chill. Every, everyone who way. works in the wedding area that I've worked with keeps being like, you're so relaxed. And it's like, I swear I'm stressed because I'm doing everything myself. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you're so relaxed. No, it's it's looking great in there, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Dan's more great. nervous than I am, but that's because he hates the whole room looking at him more yeah. than anything else, so... Yeah. I, I promise, Dan, I will divert my eyes for a little bit. <laughs> I was just going to say, you could just, just wave on your and make people look at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Attention grabber. I can do that. Oh, there's, there'll be plenty of them. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. We'll do hey, that. we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Thank you, Sweet. Australia. Sweet. All good. Off to the girls, and uh, we'll see you later on. Sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. I'll be waiting for you to come around. Hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground.